young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. Guys, this is Aaron Ashley Simon. This is Brandon Killabeach Hall. This is Regular Nas. And welcome to another episode of Grassroots Podcast. My gosh, there's a lot of music. I feel like there's there's so much music. It's hard to like digest. My gosh. To cover. <laughs> a lot to cover today. And so much to digest. And, Jesus. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. And I and I think, sorry fans, just because of timing. We weren't able to cover. <laughs> How mad were we? <laughs> Literally after we recorded one episode, the damn card is dropped. Yeah, yeah. we were able to cover oh. everything is love, yeah. but we're going to briefly touch on it. We, we weren't able to really, you know, do the whole deep dive thing just because there's just so much things that are happening back to back to back to back. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, but what was your guys' initial thoughts and feelings um, from that project? Um, well, for me, um, I thought it was super petty. <laughs> D- dropping right after Nas... Um, <laughs> I thought it was petty. Dropping on a Sunday, I mean, on a Saturday was petty. I think uh, down to the track listing, you know, doing two more records than uh, the seven-song format that <laughs> that we're privy to is petty. Um, and I thought it, I thought it was more of a statement. I think um, I think that they addressed a lot. You know what I mean? In yeah. the project, they they talked. To, you know, at least we finally understood why Hove never uh, went to Kanye's wedding. You know, we we understand. Also, um, I do have him taking shots on um, on the boss record at at both Drake and Kanye. Yeah, both of them, um, definitely. And then I also um, overall overall though, I I I really like the project a lot. Like I, uh, outside of ape uh, ape shit, everything else, I'm cool. Why you not don't like ape shit? Eh, it's just not my thing. It, I don't think chronologically, it just didn't fit. The, the album. Yeah. I, b- I would take that out and put uh, the the bonus record, Salute, in. Salute is hard. No, it is dope. Yeah. I personally, um, I liked it, but out of all, obviously out of all the projects, like it's, it wasn't my favorite. And I think with me, like, I think when it comes to listening to projects from, from Jay, projects from Beyonce, like what I really like about it is not just about the music, it's about the experience, mm-hmm. the just the multidimensional marketing and, and engagement that you can have with their music and their content. And I feel like just because like what you were saying, that they're just like, you know what, fuck it, we're just going to put it out there and just yeah. whatever. You know, I, I think it kind of like... it. It, it was still like it was like a normal listening experience, but for me, it was just like because it was a normal listening experience, like it just it didn't feel too great for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it's a good album. Yeah. But do I think that like if they had more time and stuff like, would it be better? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it w- it could have been better. But um, I I I I just think that like well, and also, I don't for me the project itself, like I said, was good. But what really took it off for me 
was the fact that they did a music video in the Louvre. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that shit was They hard, literally man. like asked like it was like a month in like mm-hmm. month in advance or something. Like, yeah, we want to go tell, shoot. Yeah, in there. what are they gonna do? Tell them no. Like really think about it. It's Jay-Z and Beyonce. Anything they're, they're not they're, telling them no. They probably and, they could if they wanted to. It's and they're move. not doing that. They're not. They're not they could. They're not. But it was crazy too, like when people were breaking it down, like even the fact that like once one scene they were shot um, right, having them, they had the Mona Lisa behind, and then they were talking about at one point the Mona Lisa was um, a uh, representation of beauty and especially white white women's beauty. Mm-hmm. But then, like having them there and having that kind of like shadowed out, shadowed but showing out. the representation of black beauty, black. Uh, uh, excellence and everything within that and having that central theme of the Mona Lisa and then obviously you have like the Louvre itself is you know a lot of those painters too are probably predominantly white or Mm -hmm. of white adjacent Mm -hmm. so I think it was great that they're like you know what we can show you how influential we are how powerful and how beautiful and amazing black culture is and, and how we are as black people for the fact that we literally called them a month in advance and we're able to shoot a music yeah. video in there. And I also think it might that could have also been a jab at Kanye too. It's like, yo, we're able to do this. Well, that was that was my thing too. I thought that that was petty. <laughs> <laughs> petty knowing, wars. Yeah, knowing how artistic Kanye is and, and his passion for art, I thought it was super petty to do it at the Louvre. But I thought it was genius too. But also, like, think about it too. Like, they've always been like, I, I, I think, I think just like how. Uh, fast they did it, like how quickly they got together and how they dropped it. I do think, yeah, of course it's like a little petty, but also I think that if you look back, like they've always been very involved in the arts. Mm. And I think someone said that like when Beyonce was growing up, their mother made sure that they were aware of arts and and into it. So it's always been a part of Beyonce's life. And then, you know, obviously arts has kind of developed more for Jay in different forms. So it's just interesting though, that I think it's amazing. Like, to show like the power of two amazing black people and they are like going into a place that typically they probably wouldn't be welcomed in if they weren't at the level they are yeah. and then for them to just be like yeah we want to book this how much got them got them out of here quick i'm gonna be honest with you i heard ape shit and i was just like this album's probably not gonna be for me and uh and i passed on it you um, only listen to one track? Well, I heard it, and then uh, I was just like, uh, it really doesn't do it for me. Why didn't you listen to other tracks? If that's the one you're going to release that's going to set the tone for the album, then that's a, I mean, I'm a whole fan. I bought 444. I enjoy Beyonce's music also. But I just wasn't, I didn't want this album. I don't know why you come on the show. I don't know why you're here. I don't know, like, I don't know how you got here. I don't. Like, Neither. I'm a, Yo, that's yeah. why. Oh my I, I don't get it. What? I mean, you're gonna kill. What? Where's Wilson at? Because oh, why? why so what? he can just call it a classic, like he normally does. Everything's a classic. <laughs> it's not, no, first of all, Wilson's not gonna call it a classic because Kanye did. Kanye didn't do anything with it. Well, yeah, that's true. So that's go true. ahead, E. But my thing, but my thing, but my thing with this situation is like. Dog, like you should at least try to hear the other songs. Like, uh, all, all, like we're not all gonna love every. Like, very few yeah. projects is has singles that everyone loves every single track. Yeah, like, definitely. It's very few. Few far well, no, between. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know what's, listen, what I'm the free thinking. 
I don't, all right. All right, here That's we go. why I got them Knicks jersey yeah. on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Don't come for my Knicks. <laughs> that's, that's, definitely not, that's definitely not free thinking. <laughs> um, so, so, all right. So, moving, moving past that, great album. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy that it's finally released. Super petty. I, I, give, I also liked it just because it was petty. And a lot of people, I'm sure, don't even think that it's petty, but it's definitely petty listening to lyrics and, and release dates. And no one releases an album on, on Saturday. So, just, just so you're aware, except when you're Tiana Taylor. And and uh, and Nas. So let's jump into to Tiana's album. Um, do you, do you want to start there, or am I starting that? I have a I have a lot to say about this album. Um, personally, um, and and you kind of touched on a little bit as far as, uh, like the whole experience of of when an album is coming out. I look forward to it. I look forward to the marketing. I look forward to mm-hmm. the buildup. I look forward to the anticipation. That's where my disappointment is with Tiana's album. I didn't I didn't get that. I didn't get the 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 sneak um you know the track listing yeah. leak. I didn't get the the live stream listing party that everyone else kind of had um you know with the push. I didn't I didn't feel that sense of of um what's the word I'm looking for? Urgency, I guess would be the word. I didn't I didn't feel that with with this album. And and then um you know, just like every everyone else was up, uh, you know, waiting for the album to drop on Friday, to not get it Friday, <laughs> and then get it swindle, yeah, and then, <laughs> and then to get it Saturday morning, that that took away from it for me. Like when I was already kind of like, all right, I'm on to yeah. the next one because it's just damn your generation sucks. It's man. like hitting a target. You're my same generation. What are you talking about? <laughs> but I mean, the, the, and it could just be me. Just for me though. Um, Musically, I thought the music was was okay. I di- I didn't think that it I don't think that it was really um, how can I put it I don't I don't think that a lot of energy was exerted into this project and maybe it mm-hmm. was but for me I just think that Tiana may want to look at going elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. From from good music is what I'm getting at it and and only just because I don't think that Kanye uh, or just whoever's running good music I don't think that they really have enough or not even enough. I don't know if they understand her brand and, and where it could go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's super talented to me, and I just don't think she's getting enough attention. This is my takeaway. Yeah, so um, listening to the project, I can't lie. I was a little bit disappointed. Um, and have, like you said, having the fact that like it came out later on did not help, and then also freaking ice throwing in our faces on twitter that didn't help either too of course um, ice would troll us me and you sitting up there campaigning the shit out of tiana hoping that it's gonna come out and he's like all right just wait on it trolling the fuck out of us <laughs> yeah. i'm like yo i just woke up man word woke up to breakfast the t- <laughs> come on son I ain't even wipe my eyes um so my thoughts are i think one i think that they were really from a production standpoint i think they were trying to get sounds that could not necessarily overpower her vocals so she can show her vocal range Mm -hmm. um i think one of the songs that does well to kind of show like the different notes and keys that she was hitting vocally was issues to hold on Mm -hmm. um but then like it was like a production that kind of like wasn't overpowering it doesn't overthrow her and it just kind of like sets the tone for just like focusing more on her singing and less on focusing on like the production side of it Mm. um i thought that in terms of what the song that best fit in terms of her style her sound was rose in harlem Mm. 
Yeah. I felt like that really worked for her. And I think that overall, it's a song that allowed her to to sing, but not like forcefully sing. Because mm-hmm. like even in her last project, you know, it, it may sound weird for me to say, but like in her last project, like she sang, but it wasn't like she was trying to hit like some high notes or something. Like yeah. it, for, it just worked for her in hitting that specific, um, you know, uh, 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 like pocket pocket thank you mm-hmm. hey in that specific pocket and then also rose in harlem is a marketable track too which Definitely. really worked for her um but i also felt like just the fact that they had to do an eight was it eight tracks mm-hmm. instead of seven tracks which i thought was weird and i understand someone was saying like well there was another song in the lauren hill situation all that yeah. stuff and i'm like but you could still just take one out and just leave it seven um i didn't but understand I, it but I have, and, and I felt like it just seemed like her project was maybe rushed or they were trying to switch things up last minute that it just did not feel in sync. Yeah. And also, um, it didn't feel even in sync with the, the whole rollout plan for good music. And it just kind of felt like, once again, it's like good music and then Tiana. Yeah. And it just, it just <laughs> felt, it, and she doesn't, des- and she, honestly, she doesn't deserve that. Yeah. And, and um, but what I also thought was interesting was like that last song WTP mm-hmm. and how they fit that in, and I think that they honestly I feel like they fit that in because one you dropped the project around Pride Month, mm-hmm. it's gonna help from a marketing standpoint having yeah, a Vogue esque kind of yeah, song, yeah. and <laughs> like right now is the Pride parades happening in New York City, so mm-hmm. like you know Nas was saying earlier that you're probably gonna hear that song, <laughs> yeah. um, and then on top of that. She is, our, our artists are all known for different things. Mm-hmm. Like Whitney Houston was known for being an amazing singer, an impeccable singer. And she, Tiana, is just known for being a great dancer. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that it takes away from her singing, but she is known for being good and she's great she's at dancing. She's, she's a performer. performer. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, they had the songs where they were trying to per, to present her vocals more mm-hmm. and, and show the different pockets that she could hit. But they're also like, you know what, at the core, we need to kind of like cater to her fans and her some of her fans love the videos and stuff like that. So they did the WTP, I feel like, to have like a bomb-ass music video yeah. and have it be choreographed and kind of fit her style so it just felt like the direction of the project is just it, for me it felt kind of like all over the place maybe they were just trying to show tiana a different way showing her singing more mm-hmm. and taking away from the dancing um but i just felt like it just all was just kind of like not properly just put together all yeah. all around chronologically it, it, it just to your point it's a little all over the place the wp uh record i, I feel like um is smart Smart record. That's it's gonna a, be her biggest record. It's a runway record. Yeah. It's it's our it's a her brand record. And to your point, I think we were talking about it earlier. That's gonna be a video. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a that she will flourish with with that record. Um, and then also the uh, the Rose in Harlem, like you said, I, I really like that record a mm-hmm. lot. I just I just think I just I want her to to get a little bit more attention. Is yeah. my point. Like I I just I don't feel that sense of cohesiveness mm-hmm. like I got with the with push with the cutty she doesn't the, fit she doesn't yeah, fit with the camp and yeah. to, to your point she needs to change the teams she yeah. needed my when I initial and y'all gonna kill me for listening to her album and not listening to the Carters but with that being said when I was listening to her album and I'm listening to her sing she's not being pushed mm-hmm. vocally whoever's behind the keyboard they're not pushing her 
And she can yeah. sing though. That's yeah, my that's thing. what. But that's what I'm saying. She's not. She's not being pushed. And I think the first producers that really popped in my head that I think would fit her is Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're gonna try to make her into another Janet. But she's her own woman, and I yeah. think she has her own sound. So for those who don't know a little bit about them and everything, can you kind of explain? Who Jimmy Jam and Terry... If you, if you listen to music and you don't know who Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis is, these dudes are immaculate producers out of Minnesota. Uh, they came... Say, same people that came out with um, the t- Morris Day and the Time, mm-hmm. Prince. They all came from that sound, and they are the ones who really uh, sculpted Janet Jackson's career. You know... Those those dudes are they're just dope producers, and I think Kyle said that they worked on Bruno Mars' album also, mm-hmm. and they helped with his album, and they helped with his sound. Tiana, she's dope. She's a great dancer, and I think she's a great entertainer. Mm-hmm. She now is at the point she's at a fork in the road where she needs to make a choice, and she has to make that hard decision and change teams, yeah, and find producers that will fit her sound and give her, again, to to your point time and dedication to really cultivate her sound so yeah. she can be who uh she's supposed to be yeah definitely well put um i, I i'm you know it seems like uh there's kind of like a mixed reviews online about about the album some people love it some people hate it and then some people are just like uh it's okay I think that I, wtp though is gonna be a, around for like 10 15 yes yeah, it, it, it definitely will it definitely will that <laughs> you know why because it had that Runway quality. Runway, but yeah. not just that. It get it like songs that you can tie like a notable another notable person and be like, oh, this seems like a Madonna as mm. song. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yo, this is like a Madonna kind of vibe. That will be played in clubs, certain clubs from here. Ballrooms the, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and like outside right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, but people have to uh, like for for people who don't understand when it comes to the LGBT community, especially it, it originated here in New York. They had like the ballroom uh, uh, competitions and performances. Um, a lot of the you know gay men, even transgender, um, and so forth. They would have houses, and basically they would be like a mother, and a mother was just kind of like the leader of that house. Mm-hmm. And so what they would do is they would have houses compete against each other by. Doing doing Vogue and um, Madonna wasn't the one that created it mm. she was the one that came across this culture yeah. and she found about it because it was it was a subculture it was kind of like a way for them to be who they are and express themselves without having um, society judge them because we live we're very we're it's a lot more progressed than it now than even it was back in the 80s yeah. and they would have like different competitions like they would even have um, like quote unquote dance offs or runway competitions for who can uh, fit us, like who who can fit in, mm-hmm. like businessman. How, can you uh, who what gay guy could uh, come across as a straight businessman the best, mm-hmm. or who can look more like a like a woman when it comes to certain things, or they'll do certain things like uh, you know rich rich person, um, librarian, like all this, all these different things. And it's just interesting how 
that culture is starting to kind of come back and yeah. repeat itself now within the, the music, within the content. We already saw that happen. Like, obviously, like I said, Madonna utilized that and that culture for her music. But now we're starting to see it's kind of coming back again. She owes her whole career to the LGBT community, to be honest with you. Yeah, she took that. Yeah. She, she took that wave she took outside that of being a, outside <laughs> of being a, a, an amazing performer. She took that that whole wave and just took it and ran with it. Like mm -hmm. she she did a great job when when seizing the moment yeah. comes into play. You know what I'm saying? Like seeing an opportunity and avoid and then yeah. transcending and going with that whole. But she also got in trouble. Well, not well. Okay, so Some, somewhat. Somewhat. So I, I actually watched a documentary on the dancers and a lot of the dancers that were in. Um, I forget. Uh, what the tour was called, but there was one of her biggest tours. It was a um, the more controversial tour. I can't remember, but uh, I, I but you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Sorry, this is a little tired right now. But mm -hmm. um, she got a little bit in trouble with the dancers because she was utilizing kind of like their gayness mm -hmm. for like a little video concept to kind of like push a little more. Like like two dudes, like two dancers kissed. And they didn't want that to be put out, mm -hmm. but she still put it out there. Yeah. And then they were talking about how the dancers' relationship with her kind of like separated and pulled away, and especially because around that time, HIV was like, people thought you if you touch someone, you could get it. So it was just like crazy, if you know? Sneezed, you yeah. Got it. yeah. <laughs> and so like, but, but they were talking about how their relationship was strained because of her utilizing that and kind of essentially like, Profitizing off of yeah, it. Yeah, she took it and ran. She definitely did. But she, I mean, she yeah. said, hold on, what, what side note? What was that thing she did where she put her picture up and had Hove and uh, Beyonce looking at it? Because they just released a video from the Louvre. Oh, yeah. the uh, <laughs> What picture? Was it the Mona Lisa? Was it yeah, Mona she, Mona Lisa, right? she was like, uh, this oh was, my gosh. Yeah. Like she was in, inspiring to them. Yeah. Madonna. I said, fam, Ma Madonna. Chill. Stop it. Stop it, five. Don't do that. Don't do that. What are you thinking? Yeah. She's wilding with that shit. Come on, man. She's a, a side note. And you, yeah, that's what it was. Master, Thank you. But, yeah. Side note, she's a great performer and entertainer, but Cindy Lauper will wash her when it comes to songwriting definitely, and singing. Definitely, definitely. And singing. Sandy, oh, Sandy yeah. Lauper doesn't get enough credit, though, not, for not that, at all. though. Not at that, all. Though. Cindy like, will wash her. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I guess before before we proceed, we wanted to, you know, obviously pay our respects to um, XXXTentacion, um, Fatally Shot in Florida. Um, we're not going to delve into all of the intricacies that are with that case and investigation, but obviously, I mean, it, it's it's travesty. Like, um, I, I never listened to any of his music until uh, me and Aaron went to some event, and I heard a song yeah. for the first time, and I was like, wow, this kid is really talented. Like, I feel like I missed something, you know what I mean? Um, so it's, it's just unfortunate. So, you know, obviously prayers and, and condolences to his family, friends, and supporters, because that shit is sad, man. And also, you know, we want to say, too, that we, no shape or form do we um, approve or condone any sort of abuse or violence or anything like definitely, that. Definitely. You know, we can pay our respects, but then also know that we, we, we don't look highly at assault. You yeah. know, that's that's not OK. It's, it's not OK, especially against women. Not OK. Yeah. And, and, and especially, um, you know, just even people that share that video around, you know, of, of, yeah. of, of like it's just certain things just should not have a little bit more decorum. Yeah, mm -hmm. like you, you got to move with a little bit more coof in, in class. Yeah. 
that was classes. Like to have that floating around, God only knows what family members or friends stumbled upon that. You know, like yeah. it just it's just not. It was just all done in bad taste. So. I don't know about you, but I don't want to go on my timeline and see like you know. Death. motionless body in a car yeah, like that yeah, it's pretty gruesome i was just like because like there wasn't there the tweet that came up with that video i didn't know exactly what it was and i was just like oh like what's this video and mm. then it played i'm just like oh gosh like yeah definitely wasn't expecting that um same thing goes for for the, the whole situation with the kids in the bronx uh you know with mm-hmm. that whole situation it's a travesty you know yeah. mistaken identity and now it's it's blossomed into something else and another video that should have never been put out there even though i guess in, in, in this case, the video actually is helping the investigation. Yeah, but they got one dude already. Yeah, but, I mean, damn. To, I stumbled on that video, like, and I was just disgusted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, the heart, it's heartbreaking. Like, yeah, like... Young cat's got to slow down. It's, it's, it's got to be more down. to life than, than, than starting to put out yeah. personal experiences and events like that at yeah. this point. Like, social media is turning into something different. Where I have to go on my on my timeline and kind of be weary of, of what I'm clicking or, or what is, yeah. is popping up, because now I'm like judging people that are sharing shit like that. I like stay away from Twitter more now. Like Twitter was like kind of like this fun platform, yeah. and now it's just it's super negative. It's super gloomy. Like, mm-hmm. and I and I I I will partially blame politicians joining Twitter. Definitely. I think when politicians join Twitter, like it just turned into such like a huge mess. Debate. Yeah, man, all you yeah. AARP members, get out of here, man. Yeah, like, it's it's, de- it's <laughs> it rocks, definitely man. the times of Twitter um, were so much better <laughs> when it was just like I feel like when we ran in by us, we I mean like the, our generation, like the young, where we were just going back and forth and, and shooting and shit like Fab and yeah. his prime was great. Like he was trolling out the ass for years, and then you know what I'm saying. It, he got off, and then it, it just turned into something different now. Yeah, it's, social it's that Facebook, man. Social media, Facebook is political, and they, it spills over to Twitter and Instagram, man. That's why I got off of Facebook, man. I, I've been on IG a lot more than I've yeah, been on any platform. I, Facebook I, I use for family, but IG is like where I'm at now. But that was the thing. That's and I couldn't remember why I, I got off of Twitter because when Twitter first came out, in like '09, I was on Twitter, like I yeah. was on there every day, and then. And I couldn't remember why I got off of Twitter. And now getting on Twitter and, and trying to, you know, at least talk to fans more and stuff like that. Now I see why I, I, I try not to really even do it because the timelines and, and just all of the shit that happens and yeah. all the semantics now, it's just not enjoyable. Like, I don't get anything out of it anymore. It's all gloomy. Y'all, yeah. y'all weird, man. Calm yeah. down. Like, smile a little bit. And also <laughs> it's just like people have to understand too, like, you don't have to respond to everything that you see on Twitter. Like, people now just feel the need, like, if they disagree with you, they feel the need to just continue yeah. tweeting and tweeting. And it's like, dog, <laughs> just agree to disagree. Like, keep it at that. Like, yeah. there's definitely someone, like, a couple of days ago who uh, was trying to do that with me. And I'm like, dude, like, this conversation ended. Like, why are you still tweeting me right now? Yeah, I'm five tweets in, and you talking about the three tweets back. Like, we already yeah, passed I'm, that. I'm like, a, I'm t- I'm tweeting about ghost shows and stuff. Wait, did you see that tweet? Put out too. I did see that tweet. <laughs> yo, this woman on this ghost show. Basically, this medium was like, "Yo, you're getting punched, bitten, slapped, kidneys getting squeezed." By this woman ghost <laughs> who's wild. from 1800s. And this woman's like, oh, whew, that's good to hear. It could have been worse. Damn. I would have been like, are you 
What? She was okay <laughs> to be sexually assaulted by a ghost. But y'all, y'all know how I feel birth. about ghosts. Well, yeah. We she know. was like, oh, I thought it was a demon. But the best, the best episodes, honestly, was when the uh, one family, she, uh, the medium was like, yeah, you're getting visited by ghosts and aliens. I can help you with the ghosts. But with the aliens, sorry. Yeah. They're support yeah. groups, though. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. yo. That shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. miss me with that, man. Word. You want to you impress me? Sh- tell me uh, next week's lotto numbers. Help, help, help yeah, me help, out. Help me out like that. That'd help be me the move. out. Fuck. But that's not a medium. You're talking to the right, listen, man. Tell me something. <laughs> that I don't people don't know, know lottery songs. Why not? Y'all floating around. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, he, yo, he's making it seem like they're floating into yeah. fucking like the 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 ticket areas. You and should float your ass over there. He thinks they're superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You float your ass over there. Oh, bothering me. Yo, fuck that. Oh can we, can we talk about the the woman? Uh, that called the cops on the little girl trying to sell water to, to make it to Disneyland. Oh, that that egghead. Like, <laughs> what? that's what I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop cursing. This is gonna be an eggheads, man. Oh, bozo the clown, man. Fam. And, but <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. So y'all ever saw that post? Uh, it's like uh, it's the, the picture. It was a picture of a white guy, and it's a picture where they said, "This is the face that the white guy makes when he's going to co- call the cops on you." When he's frowning, <laughs> this one, this one, he's standing up. Someone, if someone put the side to side of her and that, I was like, "That's the face." I said, "That's it." <laughs> She's but, a Nimrod. She's a yeah. A-head but why are you calling the cops on a little girl, man? I could see. And the, and the fucked up thing is how crazy this whole story is. The woman that calls the cops on the girl trying to sell water has a marijuana shop. <laughs> she used to. Oh, used to, past tense. Yo, yo, I saw one tweet, though. One tweet, they said, I hope, if this, I hope this lady was racist before this because if she, if she wasn't, she's going to be now after yeah, she lost her business. after she lost her business. But how ironic is that? You're, you, you know, you're looking at, you're selling something that arguably is, yeah. is, is harmful to people. Yeah, you gotta go 50 50. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and now you have a, a young yeah, girl that's, that's selling water. Well, you're part <laughs> <laughs> That's selling water, and you're calling the cops on this young girl. Yo, she didn't have a permit, bitch. That's horrible. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. How do I know no. where that water came from, man? Yeah, but yeah, but she, this... she didn't have to be a uh, fucking permit patty. They're about to kill me. Like, they yeah, about to kill me. She ain't got to be permit patty. Like, relax, dog. Like, there's, there's worse things that, that this little girl could have You know what? And, and, and this, what really bothered me is like, yo, like, I'm, like, that incident kind of pissed me off too because people are complaining about the younger generation not doing anything, not, you know, going out and working. And you have this girl who wants to raise money because she wants to take a trip somewhere to go somewhere and it's just like come on are you serious and then on top of that like you can basically have a correlation of 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 her selling water the same thing as someone doing a lemonade stand no it's not the same like lemonade tastes good oh my god idiot (laughs) no i'm saying in terms of like kids being entrepreneurs it starts with lemonade but now it's progressing to waters like you see how often like you see people selling waters right near the subways because it's hot as They've been doing fudge that. They've in been there. Doing, they've been doing that for um, years. But no, but I'm saying, I'm saying that's been happening for years. But like, it, but it's but it's like now we're starting to see. Where was this at, by the way? What? 
Where's this incident? Where the incident? I don't know. Oh no. Um, I was like, it couldn't be in no New idea. York because as soon as you Chris, come off the Deegan, as soon as you come off the Deegan, cast is out there with the waters. Yo, dollar, dollar. Yeah, but now, but now we're we're seeing like there are kids that are doing that. I mean, there were kids that got in trouble with cops before in D.C. for that. But my thing is like, if you don't want the water, don't buy it. What makes you think that that lemonade is fresh? What makes you think that even going to freaking hot dog stands here in New York or is, is the food is all right? So yeah. it's just like, if you don't want it, then don't buy it. But I would say instead of being like this, encourage them, educate them. Be like, hey, just a suggestion. You may want to try and get this permit or you may want to try to do this. Or just go give them money. Be like, you know what? I love your entrepreneurial spirit. I love what you're doing, how you're up and at it. Here you go. And 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 you should maybe check on doing this, this, that, and the third. Well, instead didn't. of like putting people down. Because she, like, she's an applehead. So yeah. she she didn't. She, she didn't. Oh, you, you knew she was whack when she went and tried to hide behind that. Hide. <laughs> I'm like, fam, you got to be the dumbest. Like, you can't just walk around the Brick yo, and see you. Yeah, she like, was like, "You can't see me." Yeah, like, no, she sat there with her eyes closed. Like, if I close my eyes, you but if can't you gonna hide, me. if you gonna hide, you have a cell phone. You could have just called from across your street. Yeah, if you gonna like, hide. if you was gonna hide, yeah, at least I'd have respect her if she just stood there like a thug. Like, yeah, I'm calling the cops. Like, she hid, but she kneeled down and started whispering behind the brick. Like, yeah, they're selling waters on the corner. Come, yeah. come get them. she doesn't have a permit. Yo, yeah, like, come man. on, man. There needs to be like fines for people calling the cops for stupid shit. Yeah. Well, you can't you can't do that now either, because then you open up Pandora's yeah. box. No, I hope they do that, because there's sometimes people make calls, and it's just like, really? Are you serious? Yeah, well, listen. All all I know is you'd be surprised. <laughs> like, I need to <laughs> such and such. I need you to come get burnt toast out of the toaster. All I know is there's, there's worse things people can be doing in life. And, and to bother that little young girl trying to do something, you know, that's not harming anyone. Yeah. Like, let the people do that. Like, I did that when I was a kid. I had the laminate, lemonade stands and, and all that stuff. Like, you do, you, that's, you I think that's, sucker. I think that's the, the, the <laughs> well, you was probably one of the broke kids in, <laughs> growing up because I was getting money early. Yeah, he was too busy looking at those sex tapes. Oh, yeah, word. Those porn tapes. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, a fact. You definitely, <laughs> <laughs> you definitely have bigger issues than that's I do, my fact. man. That's why you're scarred now. <laughs> that is a, can't even argue that point. <laughs> you got me. What is it? Ebony Tales. <laughs> Oh man, um, yo, how, how how do we feel about uh, Puma? Puma seems to be trying to come back full force. Trying is the key word there. <laughs> Making some power moves though. Try it, man. Yeah, they got Jay Z as the creative director. They got uh, top draft picks, Hold assignees. Did they, did they not look at the S. Dot Carters? Well, I mean. I mean <laughs> The S dot Carters was kind of hard. I had S dot Carters. I had one pair, and then my homeboys fried me, and then I said never again. And I had <laughs> never again. Well, you do know that even though he's a creative director, it's not like he's like drawing the designs yeah. and stuff. But like he's he got giving, he, he, he's given the green light, right? But he's gonna you 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 gonna have input too. Yeah. He's not gonna be like, oh, I'm going to tell exactly what it needs to be and everything. Like he's gonna have input of people who <laughs> actually know how to do sneakers. He's not gonna make that voice, but. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that cool. Do do we think that uh Puma's gonna be competitive though in this market? Like you got uh you got off white, you have Yeezy, you have still Jordan brand, even though uh me and Bert were saying this off camera that they, a lot of um the mock-ups of the Puma sneakers right now really, really look like Jordan brand kicks. 
And then you told me that they were fucking, they took people from Jordan brand. Well, there's so there's a guy there. I forget his name, but someone told me there's a guy there that used to do, um, I think he's on the creative side for Nike. Okay. Possibly Jordan, but he's definitely on the Nike side. I mean, they all, it's kind of like, it's kind of like record labels. When one person goes to one record label, they just yeah, cycle. they cycle. Same thing for they sneakers. Cycle. Same shit. I don't know, man. I hope they, I hope they do well. You know, I like diversity. I like, uh, you know. I can't even think of the last time I wore a Puma, though. Sneaker or basketball? Because the last for basketball was Vince Carter. I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying basketball. Yo, I forgot he was signed up. Yeah, yeah, it was a 10-year deal that deal. dropped in two seasons. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, was a I, long can't, time I can't too. think about like the last years. time I wore Over a, a fucking Puma basketball kick. Yeah, it's kind of messed up because I was watching a Vince Carter documentary and everybody in Toronto was actually rocking those Vince Carter sneakers. He ran Toronto. So Puma really uh, dropped the ball they on that They definitely dropped one. the ball. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really dropped the ball on that one. I think that they can make waves. They just have to find the way that they're going to go about it. Like, Adidas realized, especially when they were competing with Nike, they're like, you know what? We're not going to be able to compete with them right now going after athletes and doing that. Yeah. That's why they went more into lifestyle and culture. And they understood that lifestyle and, and sports are interconnected and intertwined. Yeah. So that's why when they got the Kanye and everything like that, then they're like, okay, let's get him to do like the shoes for the athletes and mm. stuff. Because I, I'm sure people would be like, yeah, we want to wear Kanye's shoes and stuff. So now, like Puma, the smartest thing they did was getting Jay-Z being creative director. That was really smart because he's very much an influencer. And on top of it, if you think about it, if he's involved, you, uh, you also get you also can get somewhat of an influence from Beyonce, too. Then they also have, I think Puma in general, they also have Rihanna. I think they have Selena Gomez. They huh? should go after mm -hmm. Pharrell. They should go after Jaden Smith. Um, that would be a good pick. That would be good. If they were smart. Jaden Smith. That would be really, really good Jaden and his sister Willow? They, yeah. That they, would be dope. <laughs> those are the... That's the and you know Will's going to promote the fact that their kid has... Yeah. yeah. Know, that's it. Puma, if you go after Jaden and, and Willow. <laughs> that would be smart. I, I, they like If I'm Puma, if I'm being honest, I would go get like Uzi Vert. I would go get people like that. That yeah. Like very, the artistic freestyle yeah, liberated. Very, yeah. Go get go get go get you a bunch of those types of artists and they'll blow. They'll blow easily. And get one of them YouTube influencers. That too. That get too. One, get one you gotta have a you have a, a variety. As long as you have a, a good mixture of yeah. them all and, and and be able yeah. to, you know, at least tap into different markets, they'll be straight. Yeah, but they have to find their their own lane though. And that's the thing. Like they can't do what Nike's doing on a um athletic angle they can't do exactly what adidas is doing the lifestyle they're mm. gonna have to find their own angle that's how they're gonna win if yeah. anything they may want to focus on uh obviously you're gonna have some you know notable people but um you know it could be like the artistic outcasters the yeah. the people who aren't you know uh i'm just i get out living yeah <laughs> like, basically that would be really dope and also i think for like the athletic side like the for Puma, I I believe they're actually big for soccer for uh, yeah, cheers. Yeah, like they, they have yeah, that, they, yeah, but yeah, yeah, Usain Bolt. But and also I think what they need to do is tap into like video games, like yeah. the gaming world. If they can figure out a way to kind of get Puma sneakers involved with the gaming world, like go. that is a because video gamers are going to become the next so big big stars. Go yeah. do a deal with Rockstar. Grand Theft Auto Six is still in development. Mm -hmm. Go make a deal with them and have one of the creative, the, one of the uh, and 
protagonist, I should say, Rock Puma. Yeah. There's there's little intricacies. You could do it with NBA 2K. Yeah. Well, NBA 2K, they got all the sneakers. But but, uh, but you were talking about for like a story mode? For like a story mode. You know what I'm saying? Where you can incorporate you getting a deal from Puma. There's just mad ways to do it. But that's what happens when you have AARP members up at the top. They don't know. They're not listening. They need to have just more of the younger generation just kind of directing the ship and then maybe them making some of the business decisions financially. (laughs) Because it could could go hand in hand. They may not know all of the intricacies as far as like the business part part goes but uh, i think uh, bringing in fresh young minds can definitely you know rejuvenate a brand like puma but it is smart that the people that they are signing for puma hoops are young talents yeah like instead of trying to go for some of the big people they're like you know let's go for people that are probably going to be in those big shoes later on yeah definitely definitely because nike at at this point nike is just brand recognition Mm -hmm. it's pepsi cola you know people like pepsi because that's all you know. It's Pepsi. It's yeah. Pepsi and Coca-Cola. Yeah. You don't you don't really veer too much off of the, the beaten path. Yeah. Uh, and also, I think with Puma, like, they just got to focus on just, just focus on the sneakers. Mm. Yeah. That's it. Like, yo, I freaking love uh, Rihanna's sneakers. <laughs> like, yeah. they are fire. I don't care what nobody says. Like, they are fire. I've been complimented so many times on those sneakers that I wore. Those, those sneakers are hard. They're all, yeah, say, they're fire. Up? I don't know. Um, yeah, hold on. I can break. I haven't seen them. Oh no, it's fine. But yeah, they're definitely some dope sneakers. And um, yeah, I just they're gonna have to. They're definitely gonna have to tap into markets that Nike and Adidas aren't tapping into. So like I said, they gotta really get into this gaming experience or video gaming streaming experience Word. because that, like I said, those are gonna be some of the next big you stars. Know what they should do that. Is you mean they should sponsor one of those two K teams? Oh, that that yeah. would be smart. They sponsor one of them two K teams, man. Sponsor one of them, them video game teams, man. Them dudes is rocking it. Them dudes. Hey. Puma, are you listening? Well, why we even... <laughs> why check. We, why we on the topic of even, like, uh, fashion, can we talk about how great of a moment it was to see Kanye and Virgil hug? Yeah. Like... T- tearful. Tearful yeah, moment. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I, I, just knowing all of their history and, and knowing what they that, that relationship has been through, especially with... You know, a lot of like, especially what Drake said about, you know, being envious of each other and all those things. I thought it was great to see them embrace each other. It, was, it seemed like a really, really emotional moment for, for the both of them. So who's Virgil? Virgil. Um, yeah. You don't know he's... You're going to have to. In oh. the simplest forms, E, come on. Simplest form. Virgil is, uh, he's well known for directing uh, Watch the Throne album. Um, he's also known for. He bought a stock in, I believe, in Ralph Lauren mm-hmm. um, when he when he first bought uh, when he first got his deal in New York. To, he launched the Pyrex, I think is the name of the clothing line, um, and then he kind of just took off from there. But yeah. it, it it was always rumored that um, him and Kanye were feuding because uh, Virgil was seeing more success than Kanye was when Kanye was really trying to break into the fashion industry. He wasn't getting as much respect as Virgil was. And Virgil just kind of took off with, uh, it's like a creative director. Yeah. Like an artistic director. But you know what? That's also crazy too. I think people like for, for you, for anyone to feel any sort of way, like it's crazy how Kanye like is really trying to tap into all these markets that the rumors came up that he was jealous of Virgil. It's just kind of like, yo, like, do you know how much success you've had in music? Like, you're not gonna be great at everything. You yeah. have to be okay with that. Everyone has different you talents come, yeah. and 
Well, not everyone has those super quality talents, but like everyone has their thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, you you gotta know when it, when when I and I'm I'm a big advocate of knowing your strengths and knowing your weaknesses. Yep. Like you gotta know what you're good at and and hone in on it, and then you gotta know what you just probably should never put your hand into because you may just fuck it up. And, yeah. and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm very big in it. I just think it's one of those times where they both are obviously creative geniuses but Virgil obviously had something at that time that just sent him over the hill that you know it made him able to do what he's doing now today and now to have you know a big show with Louis Vuitton and all that stuff like he's it's just amazing it's Louis Vuitton <sighs> okay. God, you're correcting me about fashion and you're wearing a fucking Knicks jersey all right <laughs> oh man um <laughs> So yeah, man. I guess that's all of our our, our topics today. Yeah, we're, I think we're caught up now. We missed a lot with that with the little. I don't. It, okay, I wouldn't even necessarily say we missed. It's just so much has been happening. Well, yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, like literally, we we literally recorded one episode and five minutes after the Carter's album dropped. Like, I'm what? Still I'm still super mad about that. Ugh. But that was wild. I can't believe it. Like, if we were just, like, five minutes late just recording, Yeah, fine. yeah, R really. But I don't know. But um, let us know what you guys think. Uh, you know, do you think it was petty that uh, the Carters dropped right after Nas? And what do you think about the album? Also, give us your honest feedback on Tiana Taylor and the album and just her rollout and just her as, as a creative. What do you guys think? Should she be leaving or looking to leave good music? Um and then uh, also let us know what you think about the woman in the water. W was she right calling calling the cops on a oh. six-year-old girl, however old the girl was? Hashtag Applehead. Yeah, word. Hashtag <laughs> Applehead. Um, and let us know what you think. Um, Grassroots Pod on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Music, pretty much everywhere. Um, in the, the video description, as always, you'll see the group me chat where you can hit us up and talk to us all mm -hmm. night long like we normally, like we normally do. And um, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm Brandon Killabitch Hall. I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. I'm regular Nas, man. And we out. Oh, you you, you got gully on him at the a end. Bit. A little right. bit. Yeah, that New York jersey got you tripping. All right, <laughs> and we out. <laughs>